history of the church is, is mind-blowing. The mystery of the body of Christ, which you and I are part of it, is a mysterious body. Each and every of us, on account of our baptism, are part of the living stones that is used to build this temple. It's not just the physical temple I'm talking about. We're talking about the mystical temple, which is the body of Christ. They're replicated by the structures. Okay. Very important that we understand that there are features about this temple. John, when he was banished to the island of Patmos in the book of Revelation, you read from, from chapter 1, one day he, he heard a voice while he, he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And the Lord's day is on Sunday. That's why it's good for you to be on the, in spirit on Sunday. Hmm? Hmm. Because Jesus ministered to us. And he heard a voice that said, He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And while he was listening, he saw Jesus appeared. And Jesus said, I live forever. I was dead. I'm alive forevermore. Write all, write down everything I tell you and send it to the churches. And there were seven churches. I'm going to give a gift tomorrow or next for anyone who, when we come from Monday Mass, will give me the names of the seven churches. A special gift. Okay? You can look, at, you can look, at, look, look it up yourself. Hmm? There are seven of them. Yeah. If you can close your eyes and mention the seven churches of my heart, you get a gift. <laughs> okay? All right. He now says, go and write and give the seven churches, you know, what I show you. And then while Jesus was speaking, stars, seven stars came out of his hand. And when that seven stars, it was also a golden lampstand, candle lampstand came out of him. So after, he began to explain to him and says, the seven stars you saw are the seven angels that are controlling the churches. And the candlesticks is the churches themselves. And the church is not the building, it's you. And remember, in advanced Bible course, I've always taught us that the spirit of man is what? The candle of the Lord. Sorry, can I go to advanced Bible course? Just continue where you are. So we cannot be explaining to those who don't understand. Okay? Hmm. Said the seven candlestand is the church is lighted. And the seven stars are the angels mounted in the different uh, churches. As well here, there's an angel that is assigned to this community. Constantly. You must be aware. If you don't know, okay. But you should know. Any place there's a church, that an angel that is assigned to that church that gives account of what happens there, be it as a corporate body or as individual bodies. And every church has a candle stand, spiritually, that is lighting. It is from there that all of us are lighted. So on account of the pressure of things that happens, their light quenches, and then darkness can invade the place. That's why Jesus said, you are the light of the world. It's not just by character. There's a spiritual light that combats the blankets of darkness that we all possess. As we come together, there's a light we produce here. That light has capacity to heal, to restore, 
to break chains, to rescue men from bondage. This is the power of the age to come that we interact every day with. Each time the priest says the prayer of the consecration, the Holy Spirit, who is the Lord of lights, <laughs> no, we say that prayer, but we don't understand. He is the landlord of lights. So when he comes, he lights up everywhere again. Now, why I give this background is to explain the book of Ezekiel, where he says, and what? And in those days, the angel brought me back to the door of the temple. The angel assigned to that temple was one taking Ezekiel to show him the spiritual significance of the temple. And he was taking him, you know, in the entire place, below the threshold of the temple, towards the east, for the temple faced east. And the water was flowing down from below the right side of the threshold of the temple, south of the altar. Then he brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me round to the other side of the gate. And he said, and this water was coming out on the right side. And he said, this water flows towards the eastern region and goes down to the word Arabah. And when it enters the strange waters of the sea, the water will become fresh. And wherever the water goes, every living creature, which swans will live, and there will be what? Very many fish, for the water goes there, that the waters of the sea may become fresh, so that everything will live where the water goes. The water carries healing. The water carries healing. There are times in the past I tried to say something here. That water heals. That water, I say, it heals. It heals sicknesses. It heals bruises. You don't need to be sick. Your sickness is not a cross. Open your heart and receive his healing. That water sanctifies individuals and homes. The conduit pipe to tap this water is your faith. Faith is a substance. It's not just that you believe in the earth. It's a living reality. Faith is that you come and collect it. You, when you collect something, you feel it. You know you have it. But it happens in the spirit. Healings have taken place here. Many people have been healed here. I don't talk about it. But our community here, and even those who come from outside. Many have been healed. They go at the back and we're celebrating. But each time healing takes place, the Lord tells me, and I'm aware. All he asks me is, keep the fire brighter and brighter. And the fire is what? The world. So that's why all the things I'm doing about teaching the word of God, it's not that I'm just doing it for doing it. It's a command on me. It's a command. It's a mandate given to my soul. I can't say no. If I say no, I will suffer consequences. So we must open our heart to this. The angel had to take Ezekiel to show him this so he can go and tell people because many step into the water and never get healed. And each time the water flows, it's like that water, the, the, the pool of Silo, that each time God stirs it up. The water is the word of God. When he stirs it up and your soul is touched, Exercise your faith. When the word touches you, what do you do? Mary was touched, and what happened? Worship came out of her. My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Because the word touched her. 
So when the word touches you, what do you do? When the Lord teaches you his word that gives access to the water to be, you know, to be brought into your life, what do you do? The Lateran Basilica is the mother of all churches. And that is the, the cathedral of St. Peter himself. The successor of Christ. And through it, God is networking the entire church to become one, united. The prayer of Jesus, Father, may they be one, just as I and you are one. There's power in unity. You must be part of the team. You must belong. You must be united. We must be united with one heart and one soul. Because we eat the same food. We're baptized by the same spirit. You must be part of the team. There are people who come to church. They're not connected. They're not part of the team. They don't like unity. While you are thinking one thing, they have their own different thoughts. They have their own way of doing things. The question we should ask ourselves sometimes is, this thing I'm doing is it by the Spirit. You may like it, but this thing, it may appear spiritual, but this I'm doing is it by the Spirit. I must be part of the team. I must have one mind. Because until we have one mind, we can't make progress. The devil likes division. The devil likes personal opinions. And that's why we must be one. We must be united. Because a purpose has been laid in our hearts. That purpose is Christ. The hand cannot claim independence from the leg. The toes cannot claim independence from the head. Every hair has a function to do. Your eyelashes, all of them, they are all working as what? As a team. They feed from the same source. Drink from the same source. And whatever part of the body that exercises energy, whatever is the, the residue that comes out, the body collects it in a team and discharges it. And we are the body of Christ. I have my function. You have your function. How are you functioning? Are you functioning as oneness? If the ear says, I want to, I like to, to be hearing anyhow, <laughs> the brain can't take it. If the Lord says, mm, leave me, I want to go to, 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 to say, and the other part says, no, I want to stay in uh, uh, Sunnyville, what happens? There will be discordance. And when your body works that way, that means you are sick. You need what? Healing. So today, God is telling our hearts again to make us understand that we must work as a team. And everybody has a part to play. Man your office and do your own uh, part. What part are you doing now? How are you pursuing oneness in the church? How are you pursuing unity in the church? Which function are you carrying? Are you a parasite or are you contributing? The ear is not a parasite in the body. The ear is a necessity. The, the hair is in the head is not a parasite. The hair is what? A necessity. It's carrying out a function. The same with the leg. The organs of your body. All of them are having what? Function. And they are carrying their function in unity, in oneness. When they are living, they live together. When they are dying, they all die together. What function are you carrying out now? As a member of the body of Christ. Look at what Paul says in the second reading. Very touching, you know. Brethren, you are God's building. According to the commission of God given to me. Like a scheme master builder, I lay a foundation. And another one is building upon it. Let each man take care how he builds upon it. For no other foundation can anyone lay that, than that which is laid by Christ himself. 
Don't you know you are God's temple? And that God's spirit in you? If anyone destroys that temple, by what? Division. By lack of function. What did God say? Who destroyed the person? God himself said it. In the New Testament, though. In the New Testament, you know, sometimes people say, New Testament is grace, 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 grace. Ah, God is merciful. No, he can't destroy it. New Testament, how can? He said God himself will destroy that person. And when he's destroying you, he will always say, now which? Now somebody do me something. He will wait for you. When your cup is full, he will start pressing you, pressing you to show you that you are a, you are a, a problem to the body. He will use his knife and cut you off. So the rest can be alive. And that's why we need to watch ourselves. We need to look up to Jesus and make sure that we are functioning effectively. Any part of the body that's not working well, what happens? You will cut away. Any branch in me that bears no fruit, my father cuts away. More than ever, the church needs oneness today. More than ever, the church needs unity today. So much division. Go to parishes. Division. Rancor. Backbiting. Party spirit. This group and that group. Everywhere. Brandishing our culture and our culture. To a great extent, I don't like this culture thing we're bringing into the church. It's not helping issues. This group, competition. No competition in righteousness and in the things of God. It's competition in useless things. And then the lesser group will be suffering because they are oppressing them. And making them feel that they don't have anything. That's not the spirit of Christ. All kinds of stuff enter the church. Division everywhere. This is the way we must do it. Now, this is our own way. We, this is how it is given to us. Is it by the spirit? Is it by the spirit? So that's why today is a day that we need to pray for the church. That these wounds that are being created by individuals who are not part of the team. May they repent and become part of the team and become contributors and not those who take away things from the church. I must function. I must function. I must play my part. No man will stop me. I have known my call. I know where I am. I know the part I'm playing in the body of Christ. And I will function optimally. No matter the difficulty, the leg is working. No matter the difficulty, the eyes is uh, working. Look at the heart. The heart never sleeps. Hey, I think the heart too. No sleep, no rest. Every time it's working. Eh? Every time. He's beating every day. Kai, which part are you? May God bless us through Christ our Lord.